Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Mark chapter 4. Then we'll do a quick review of key takeaways and we'll end with a short prayer. So let us get started right away. Mark 4, the parable of the sower. Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables and in his teaching said, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew and produced a crop and some multiplying 30, some 60, and a hundred times. Then Jesus said, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside everything is said in parables, so that they may be ever seeing but never perceiving, and ever hearing but never understanding. Otherwise, they might turn and be forgiven. Then Jesus said to them, Don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seeds sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seeds sown among thorns, hear the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seed sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, some thirty, some sixty, and some a hundred times what was sown. A lamp on a stand. He said to them, Do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand? For whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed, and whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. Consider carefully what you hear, he continued. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you, and even more. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. The parable of the growing seed. He also said, This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground, 
night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up. The seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself the soil produces grain, first the stalk, then the head, and then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts a sickle to it, because the harvest has come. The Parable of the Mustard Seed Again he said, What should we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parable should we use to describe it? Is it like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth? Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants, with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade? With many similar parables, Jesus spoke the word to them as much as they could understand. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. But when he was alone with his own disciples, he explained everything. Jesus calms the storm. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side, leaving the crowd behind. They took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet! Be still! Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. This is the end of Mark chapter 4. Now let us look at the quick takeaways. First we see Jesus teaching the parable of the sower. He talks about four types of soul. The first seeds were sown by the wayside, which is basically like the non-believer who hears the word but simply ignores it and never receives it into his or her heart. Now, some of the other seeds fell on, a, on stony grounds, which is like the Christian who gets very excited about the word, but a few days later, after the excitement has worn off, he drifts away. Now, other seeds fell on thorns, and this is similar to the Christian who is committed through the good times, but gives up when faced with the trials and tribulations that slowly starts to eat away at his resolution and his faith. And then other seeds actually fall on good ground. And this is like the Christian who receives the truth and lives an upright life on a daily basis. So they are able to overcome the troubles and temptations of this world. And the second takeaway, we see Jesus basically telling his disciples that he speaks in parables so that the truth is only revealed to those who are followers of Christ and who understand him. In other words, you must be a believer in order to understand the great mysteries of God. God wants our hearts, not just our minds. So therefore, he wants us to have faith in things that we cannot see with our own eyes. 
So in summary, the four soils represent four kinds of people who hear the gospel. The By the wayside, these are the non-believers who do not respond to the message when they hear it. The stony ground are those re Christians who immediately receive the word, get excited by the word, but soon are offended or persecuted and they just uh, just as quickly reject the word of God. And then the third uh, among thorns, these are the Christians who allow the troubles of the world and the material things to take them away from the word and causes them to drift away. So these folks never really come out of the worldliness that they live in and, and go into the church. Now the fourth type of soil is the good ground. And these are the Christians who hear the word and they receive the word with their hearts, not just with their ears, receive the gospel and their lives bear fruits of their faith. It bears fruits of their obedience and it bears fruits of their fidelity to God's word. So when Christians understand and obey his word, it's because God has opened their mind and their heart and has transformed their lives. As a result, they produce spiritual fruit. So we are to go out and spread the gospel of Christ so that they can come to know God and his salvation. We need to become a fruit bearer for God and we need to bring in as many souls into his kingdom as we can. Now let us end with a short prayer. Father God, you are almighty and all-powerful. You are the creator of everything that exists. You are the light of the universe. We give you all our praise and all our worship. We continually glorify you and open our hearts to you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for sending your Son, Jesus, to spread the message of salvation to all of humanity. Thank you for giving us hearts to understand your mysteries and your secrets. Thank you, Father, for giving us the grace of salvation, even though we are not worthy of it in the least. Thank you, Father, for making us unto your image. Thank you for making us righteous through the death of your Son, Jesus. Father, continue, please, to give us the strength and faith to be loyal servants. Help us to be good disciples of the Word and to win souls over to your kingdom. Father, we pray this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Mark chapter 4. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.